the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, I know. Labor Day is over, and that next holiday you're looking forward to is Thanksgiving. And you're like, wow, that's a long way. Yes, we will settle in. We will soldier on. And we will uh, fight our way through it. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Uh, We'll cover all the national and local news of the day. And we'll start today with, uh, well, a little primer on how to read news media coverage that is already being stacked to propagandize you. But first, a little update on the Dairy Queen murder. Uh, we knew we had an 18-year-old charged with that murder, then a 19-year-old charged with that murder, and now we have a 14-year-old charged with that murder. Uh, three people charged with the murder of a guy who was there to meet with other guys, a pre-planned meeting. It makes you wonder if there are going to be premeditated murder charges filed. But uh, given the heat over the weekend in Columbus, uh, surprisingly uh, safe weekend, relatively so. I thought I'd be back talking about Crime at the outset of the show today, and I am talking about crime, and I am talking about murder, but not the kind that we're used to talking about. Uh, We're used to talking about it involving teenagers in our city, victims, perpetrators. Uh, This is murder of a different sort. It is abortion, and it is an amendment on the Ohio Constitution in November. We're the only state in the union, one of 50, that will have an abortion amendment on the ballot in November. The Democrats see us as a test case, a test case in many ways. Can we go around supermajorities in states like Ohio where they are controlled by Republicans and impose our will on the people who have already spoken through their elected representatives in a constitutional republic? But we don't like what Republican-led states like Florida, Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Ohio. We don't like the way they're doing it, so we're going to go around them. And we're going to marshal our forces to get the youth vote out, college campuses out, elections conveniently for Democrats fall in November when kids are in school so they can marshal the uh, the get-out-the-vote effort on campuses. So Ohio's a test case in that regard. Can they go around the supermajority in the General Assembly by enacting a ballot initiative? It's also a test case in, can the lies we tell about abortion fool enough people into believing that voting to protect life is hateful, racist. In other words, are the labels that we're throwing at people effective labels? Does it discourage some people from voting to protect life? Does it shame some people from voting for life? So it's a test case in many, many ways. And... It would be wonderful if the news media in this town would be fair in the way they are reporting these conversations, but they are not fair, and you need to know that they are not fair so that you can be prepared to read and listen 
to reporting on the abortion amendment and spot the turd in the punch bowl, if you will. Because the Columbus Dispatch, NBC4, Channel 4, owned by NBC, or at least affiliated with NBC, I'm not saying Channel 6 and Channel 10 are going to be better. You have a chance on both of those that you might get more fair reporting. You're not going to get fair reporting from the Columbus Dispatch, and you're not going to get fair reporting from NBC4. I am unabashedly, unapologetically, and unwaveringly pro-life. I will always be so. I believe abortion is murder. And I changed my opinion on it when I held a baby that was born to someone in my family. I don't know why. It was never personal for me before that. But I thought, how could anyone harm this child? How could anyone harm this child? And later on, when I solidified uh, my faith in Christ as my sole qualification for eternal life, what he did for me at the cross, not anything that I could do. And I realized that as I dug into the Bible and I found out that, oh, look at this. When Moses was born... The Pharaoh used infanticide to try to take out Moses. And when Jesus was born, King Herod used infanticide to try to take out Jesus. And so this move to kill infants has always been Satan's chief tool. It was then, it is now. And Satan is the father of lies, and so it shouldn't surprise you, because it doesn't surprise me, that the Columbus Dispatch, under the byline of Jesse Balmert, is using lies to hopefully twist your mind into feeling bad about going and voting for life, or change you into a pro-abortion proponent. So I saw the headline today, and I thought, I'm going to have to read this one with a microscope and make sure I don't miss anything. And actually, as I read it, I didn't need a microscope. didn't need a magnifying glass. Didn't even need my reading glasses because the lies leap off the page at me. And as I bring them to you, hopefully you will learn how to see these lies leap off the page at you. The whole thrust of the story, what would the Ohio amendment on the ballot mean for abortions later in pregnancy? Because this is something that a lot of people are uncomfortable with, right? When the baby is viable, could be born and could live Yet people want to abort it. And this is the number one lie Democrats tell you about abortion. You remember during the Republican presidential debate when Jen Psaki, the former spokesperson for Joe Biden, listened to the discussion about abortion and tweeted, Psaki tweeted, no one favors late-term abortion. Well, that's a statement that you need to look at with a suspicious eye. Because when Jen Psaki tweets that no one favors late-term abortion, what she means is not that no one defends it, advocates for it, or wants to allow it. That's not what she means at all. In fact, she means the exact opposite. She would not endorse any Democratic candidate who wanted to put restrictions on late-term abortion. What Jen Psaki means when she says that no one favors late-term abortion is, they would prefer that they abort the child before it gets to be viable outside the womb, but that if it gets to the point where it's viable outside the womb, well, then it's unfortunate, but yeah, we're not going to stand in your way. Go ahead and kill it. That's what she means. And so people like me who are pro-life saw her tweet and knew she was lying, 
and put together a five-minute video of Hillary Clinton, John Fetterman, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Tim Ryan in Ohio, Sherrod Brown, and others advocating for no restrictions on abortion. So the number one lie Democrats tell you is that nobody's for late-term abortion because most people who are on the fence say, well, I'm not for late-term abortion, and the Democrats will go, oh, but nobody favors that. Only in the rarest of exceptions. Well, let's find out. How rare is it? Uh, Right here, we have the first lie in the story of Jesse uh, Baumert's unwavering support of abortion. Paragraph three, a quote from Kelly Copeland, executive director of Pro-Choice Ohio. Remember, Kelly Copeland is the one who was asked... Was there any thought given to protecting parents' rights when you put the abortion amendment together? And Kelly Copeland said, because she must have not been ready for the question because she said the quiet part out loud. Kelly Copeland's answer was, not really. So, no, they didn't protect parents' rights in there. No, your minor child can have an abortion if this amendment goes through without you as their parent knowing. And conveniently, even though Kelly Copeland won't admit it's convenient, but it's not convenient, it's more purposeful than convenient— Kelly Copeland, Pro-Choice Ohio, Kaleidoscope Youth Center, GLAAD, Human Rights Campaign, all of them also see abortion, and this amendment in particular in Ohio, remember test case, as a holy grail way to not only get abortion unrestricted in Ohio, but also to get transgender surgeries and treatments on minors greenlighted. Because if parents have no rights when it comes to the abortion desires of their teenage daughter, sorry, teenage sons pretending to be daughters can't get pregnant, if this will accomplish their purpose on abortion, wouldn't it be great if it also accomplished our purposes on transgenderism? Yes! Can we get that through? Maybe we can if the Ohio voters aren't paying attention. Kelly Copeland, Pro-Choice Ohio. Here come the lies. You ready? There are very few instances where a patient requires an abortion later in pregnancy. Very few instances. Are there very few instances? Well, in Ohio last year, there were about 150 such incidences. I don't find that to be rare. Do you? 150 such incidences is one every, what, two and a half days? I don't find it to be all that rare. And a late-term abortion in Ohio is performed about every two and a half days. Is it that rare? That would be somewhere between two and three a week. Very few instances. I don't think that's very few instances. Is Ohio off the chart? No, because later on in the story, we'll have Colorado's numbers and Oregon's numbers, and it pretty much is around 150 per state. 5,000 in the U.S. in a year. Is it that rare? Is it very few? Well, I mean, compared to the millions that they abort, it's very few. But it's not very few in the way you and I look at it. Hey! It's Tuesday. By the end of the week, we'll have two or three babies late term who could have lived outside the womb. Murdered. But don't worry, it's very few instances. It's hard to maintain my composure talking about such egregious lies as this. We'll continue next. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Check us out when you are not in front of a terrestrial radio. Use your phone to listen to us on the iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com app. You can also download the Answer app, your very own personal uh, easy way to access all your Salem Media Network hosts and access the Bruce Hooley Show, the podcast available after the show ends. Uh, Jeff breaks it down in half-hour show increments. And speaking of the uh, 
12 o'clock hour of the show. We'll be joined right out of the top by Bernie Moreno, U.S. Senate candidate. Uh, Bernie had a tweet, I think this morning or over the weekend, about a visit to New York City where he learned some very interesting things about how migrants are being housed in a hotel, what it's costing, and where's that money coming from? And who owns that hotel? Who's profiting off of it? Uh, Interesting stuff that we will get from Bernie Moreno at 12.05 today. We start the show today with uh, my little uh, instruction manual on how to read media coverage, which you will be inundated with this year, on Ohio's abortion amendment. We're the only state that will have an abortion amendment on the ballot. All the money from Planned Parenthood and other bloodthirsty abortion proponents will be flowing into Ohio this year to tell you that late-term abortions are not something you need to be worried about because late-term abortions, well, they're very rare in Ohio, extremely rare, and no one wants them. No one wants them. Uh, but then you say, so you'd be willing to put a 18-week and after abortion ban on the ballot if no one wants them? Well, no, no, no. No, because there are you know rare instances. In the rare instance, really that decision should be left to the doctor and the patient. Uh, what kind of parameters will we put on that decision with the doctor and the patient? Well, none. You know, that's between the doctor and the patient. And they would ask you to trust the fact that uh, no doctor, no doctor would do something as despicable as uh, abort a child when it's viable outside the womb. You say, what about Kermit Gosnell? Oh, well, you know, exception. And what about the person in Washington, D.C., where the five anti-abortion advocates were just uh, convicted and are soon to be jailed? Oh, another rare case. Don't pay attention to that. That's nothing you need to be concerned about here in Ohio. Nobody here would do that. Yeah, right. Uh, Kelly Copeland, pro-choice Ohio. She's one of the chief bloodthirsty abortion proponents. She's read the manual. There are very few instances where a patient requires an abortion later in pregnancy. And when they do, here comes the guilt trip. It is a deeply personal decision with very complex factors that have to be taken into account. Ones that no politician or judge should be involved in. Really? Why? Why should no politician or judge be involved in? When, where does Kelly Copeland get the uh, gravitas to decide what a politician or a judge should be involved in? Tell me, Kelly Copeland, uh, what if a dad wants to uh, have sex with his six-year-old daughter? I mean, it's his daughter, right? I mean, the daughter wouldn't be here if he didn't father her. So, I mean, is that a decision that a judge or uh, a politician should get involved in? Like, if you decide that, you know, biological autonomy over a child, which is what you're saying with a mother and a child, a pregnant mother and a child— If you're deciding that bodily autonomy and biological autonomy ought to mean that that mother can kill that child at any point up to birth because, well, you know, health is mental health. We have to include mental health in health, and it would really stress her out to have that child. I mean, she's got another child. She doesn't want another child. Economically, they can't handle it. She just can't figure out how she's going to manage with this child. She's got all kinds of mental health concerns. It's a deeply personal decision. You should stay out of that. Very few instances, by the way. 150 six in Ohio in 2021. So that's, uh, let me me do the math. I think I still retain enough rudimentary math knowledge to know that 156 late-term abortions in Ohio in 2021 is more than 10 a month. More than 10 a month. If you get 10 speeding tickets a month, would you say, it happens in very rare instances. There's nothing to be concerned about. What a ridiculous lie that they're putting out there. 
So more from Jesse Baumert, Columbus Dispatch. The proposed amendment on Ohio's November ballot would allow abortions after fetal viability. So there's your answer right there, folks. If you're wondering, will it allow late-term abortions? Jesse Copeland, Jesse Baumert, excuse me, Kelly Copeland. They are one and the same, though, in their bloodlust to kill children. Everybody from the dispatch, everybody from NBC4, all the people across Ohio, all the people... When you ask the question, right there it is in print. The proposed amendment on Ohio's November ballot would allow abortions after fetal viability. Period. End of story. They'll spend, she'll spend like another 900 words in this story telling you why you shouldn't worry about that. But right there in print, it is. So what comes after it to make you ignore it? Typically about 24 weeks gestation to save the Pregnant patient's life or health. Remember, mental health counts. And that decision would be made, Jesse Baumert writes, by the patient's treating physician. Oh, okay, well, I'm not a doctor, so I shouldn't tell you to not kill your child, I guess. A 2014 study found 95% of clinics performed abortions at eight weeks, but that figure dropped to 16% of clinics that performed abortions at 24 weeks. Now, why would she include this? Because she's trying to make the case that If we don't allow late-term abortion, the number of places where mothers can abort their children will shrink, and you'll be denying health care to women. After all, not nearly as many clinics perform late-term abortions as they do early-term abortions. So you see, you have to vote for this amendment because you wouldn't want to be racist. You wouldn't want to restrict women's access to abortion because that would be racist. Why do you think clinics are less likely to perform abortions later on in a pregnancy? Because they know it's murder and they know that child can live. And also, I would hope the mothers realize that's really a baby in there. I can feel it kicking. I can feel it moving. I have a life inside of me. I love this from Jesse Baumert. In Ohio, doctors cannot legally perform an abortion after 21 weeks and six days. Public opinions oppose abortion later in pregnancy, so there is a stigma attached. Oh my goodness, there's a stigma attached to a mom killing her child. A stigma attached. Can you believe that? How unfair. How unfair. A mother's inherent, God-given instinct to protect her child. You ever heard the phrase mama bear? You ever heard that? You're out in the wild and you happen inadvertently, unwittingly to cross paths between a carnivorous animal and her young. Like get between a mama bear and her cubs. Get between a tiger and her cubs. What happens to you? You get attacked because that's an inherent inborn desire to protect a child. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.